the Now That We're a Family podcast. This almost, this feels like a date, kind of, being back in the studio together, being able to record an episode with just the two of us. I kind of missed this. I know, it's really special. I'm excited about it. We've either been doing interviews separately or together, and we've talked to some really awesome people, Mm. but it's fun to just have it be chill and... Just you and I after yeah. the kiddos go to bed. I agree. It's We've said this time and time again on the podcast, but I still think it. So I'll say it again. And something that I've appreciated about this podcast is that it gives us like this weekly opportunity to have some time together to kind of connect and think about or hear about what what we're learning, what the other person is learning. So I'm, I, I love this. I love that we can do this. I know. I'm really grateful for it too. And I'm so excited that it is the end of the year mm. because this is one of my favorite weeks of the year. I, I like it more than the first week of the year. I feel so much energy and creativity just that day after Christmas to the new year starting. It just feels like anything you do is a bonus. So whether mm. that is wrapping up the current year or planning and getting everything, you know, all your ducks in a row to have a running start into the year that's coming. It's just really fun. And I think because so many people are chilling during this time, whatever that means for them, you know, it's kind of a vacation-y kind of week. It just feels really like, oh, if I do something productive, then I'm going to have an edge going into the new year. Yeah. It's easy to feel like you can get these small wins because everything feels extra. It doesn't feel like you need to do anything. So when you get like a workout in or you get projects around the house done, it really feels like this extra thing where you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah, definitely. Okay, but before we jump in to sharing what the one thing is that we do at the end of every year before going into the new year, I want to say a couple things to our listeners. Are you ready? That was quite the intro, huh? Yeah, that, that was. was. I'm on the edge setup. of my seat. I mean, no. if I could be on the edge of my seat. No, in I, these no, no I wish it was like a big announcement. The, really, I want to do better at the beginning of our podcasts of kind of updating everyone, all of our listeners on what we're currently working on or what we're currently doing. Because I think on our Instagram, we do that a lot more, even though we're becoming less and less of like daily, you know, creators where we're sharing our life on a daily basis. For the most part, we give pretty up to date updates on on Instagram, but we'll fail to do that here on the podcast. So um, I'm going to say a couple things just before we get rolling. Is that okay. all right? All right. Yeah, You're let's cool get going. That? Okay. So first thing is that Top 5 Tuesday, if you guys have not subscribed to the Top 5 Tuesday email. You're then... definitely missing out. Elisha is so funny. I love your updates. Thanks, Katie. I've been writing a, a weekly email for over a year now, like 16, 17 months every Tuesday. And, uh, and that is like a brief update on our family where I go, I kind of take like five highlights from that previous week and I share it in an email, the written form. And that's anything from like a fun activity we did as a family to a book that Katie's reading to, I don't know, like, a, you know, a disaster that happened in the home that week. Yeah. We really want to get away from sharing our everyday life on social media. Mm. And so because of that, we share a lot of things that we don't share on social media through that email. Yes. And we also keep you guys updated as far as, um, just if we're coming out with anything, like you said, anything we're reading, anything we're learning, and different resources we find along the way. So it's a pretty fun email. Yeah. So if you're not subscribed to the Top 5 Tuesday, you can go to nowthatwe'reafamily.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's like a sign-up form there at the bottom of, of uh, the homepage on nowthatwe'reafamily.com. The other thing is, I, I just want to say a huge thank you. Katie and I... We really wanted to, I think we told many of you, it's like, oh, we want to get as many ratings and reviews as we can by the end of the year. I said a thousand 
And then you guys did your part. Yes. And we couldn't believe, we said that, what, like two months ago. I think we were at like 750 reviews, ratings and reviews. And we said that in one episode and we jumped like 75 ratings and reviews within a couple of weeks because you guys were being so kind and thoughtful and generous with your time to get on iTunes and leave a rating or a review. And then we stopped talking about it. It's like we mentioned that one goal and then just kind of like, stopped talking about it, moved <laughs> yeah. on to, I guess, other goals we or something. We were doing interviews and I think I just forgot totally about that. Yes. So thank you all. We didn't hit that goal. Uh, I mean, I know there's still some time before when this episode goes out. Well, we've got a few more days. So, I mean, if you guys really want to <laughs> get crazy and get us, I think we're we're not even at quite 900, I don't think. Um, but we've been so blessed with yeah, the, thank you guys. the ratings and reviews that you've made on iTunes. And if you haven't done that and you enjoy this podcast, please, we'd, we would so appreciate it if you went to iTunes and left a rating or a review. And then the, uh, the final thing that I'm going to say is that if you watch this podcast on YouTube, if you're able to like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to us as well. So that those are the things I wanted to say, Katie, that kind of derailed your flow there. You're getting ready to jump into the episode. And I was like, whoa, I need to say some things that yeah, are really important with the to housekeeping me. over here. Uh, no, that's super helpful, though, because we do want this podcast to get out to more listeners in the coming year. And you guys are the way that we do that. Yes. Ultimately, we show up here every week, but you guys are the what are the reason that people will find us. So yes. thank you so much for that. Yes. And I do feel bad because I wish we could like return the comments, respond to a lot of these comments on iTunes, but you can't. There's no like back and forth dialogue, but we see all of them. They mean so much to us. And then whenever you guys share on Instagram or share on any of the social media platforms, that means so much to us as well. So again, I'll, I'll stop. But yes, thank you all <laughs> okay. so much for... you. Because like I said, uh, Katie and I love doing this podcast. We have the opportunity to connect every week and it gives us some structure um, and some like... I guess some, yeah, some structure for what we're learning and, and finding different ways to express it. And of course we wouldn't be doing this podcast on a weekly basis if it wasn't for you guys listening and then encouraging us and really kind of like cheering us on with it. And so it really just means so much to us. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we're excited today to share about one tool we have mentioned before, but we do this every year and we've done quite a few things over the years like tried on different, like tried different experiments when it comes to the end of the year, I guess. Oh, you're right. You know, I've been like, okay, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? Something that I've done really consistently at the end of every year is I dream board. And that's yes. been, I don't know, I'm going on five years, I think, of dream boarding. So that's pretty fun. Yep. I feel like that's something that I do. But then together, Elisha and I get together and... Yeah, the dream board is not the one thing. No, so it's, don't, no it's not. That's not... So it's just like the bonus. That's just one thing, thing. that you've been doing. It's one thing yeah. that I do. It's not one yeah. thing that we do together. Yes. Uh, Elisha's kind of on and off done it, but it's really been like my thing. Actually, I'm really excited. If you guys are in the get it all done club this week, we're going to be putting together our dream boards together. So if you didn't get that email and you listen to the podcast, hopefully it'll join us. I yeah. Think Cause I think there's really like fun. a zoom link that you sent out, right? Or you're going to be doing that yeah. via zoom. Yeah. yeah. So be pretty cool. we'll be on Thursday, I think going live and building our dream boards together. But what's the one thing that we do together? We use a tool called Stop, Go, Grow. And this is a tool that we got from Katie's daddy, Chad Johnson. Um, he's an entrepreneurial coach. He, he coaches really high performing entrepreneurs. And this is a tool that they use on a regular basis. This is something that you can use on a daily basis, but really it's used, I think, with your father-in-law's with my father-in-law's coaching on a, on a quarterly basis, people will review the quarter and then they'll say, I need to stop this. I need to start this. And then I need to grow this. 
Katie and I like using this tool throughout the year, but especially at the end of the year. Uh, we just did this literally yesterday. Mm-hmm. We sat down with um, our calendar from the previous year. We, you know, you can take out your phone and look at like your photos as a good way to remember everything that you did in the year. And we try to just write down everything that we did, like not just everything we did in business or everything we did for travel, but just anything that showed up on the calendar or in our, our photos feed, write as it like, down as like highlights. I mean, you can get as specific as you want, but we sh- like, we were judging the big things. Like if yeah. it didn't make it on the calendar, we weren't writing it. I don't know. Down. I wrote down every time I brushed my teeth <laughs> and I wrote down every time. No, you're right. <laughs> just kind of like the, the things that if they were big enough, if a big enough deal to make it onto the calendar, yeah. basically, then, if it was taking time, energy, money, or giving us one of those things, like if it was a cost, then we wanted to look at it and be like, okay, was there a good return on investment here? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. I mean, we did it with the business and our personal lives all at one time yes. because our personal lives are very contingent on what's going on yes. in the business. So that's kind of how we did it. But you can do this just with a personal life thing if your job is more set and it's nine to five and you don't have maybe these big push weeks and then Hmm. off weeks or stuff like that with a more entrepreneurial situation. But after we wrote down our long list, I mean, do you want to say some of the things on our list? Sure. This is like all over the place. You know, I mean, going back to January, a trip that we took in Florida, we did a home renovation. We, we, we are getting ready for Lawrence to be born. So we were going to a lot of doctor or I guess like midwife's appointments. And then there were some challenges with that. So we had to go to some doctor's appointments as well. Um, yeah, we like bought a bunch of new podcast gear. We hired some people, uh, again, so this is like some business stuff and personal stuff. Um, we went on a trip to see Katie's family in Montana. So you guys get the point. Like, just kind of write everything down. We um, went to church every Sunday. We went to a cousin's wedding. We This is just my sister's wedding. Um, Katie joined a mom's group that was a part of our church. Um, Katie joined 27 yeah, extracurricular activities this summer. Oh, yes, my word. you kind of got, you went nuts. We, a bunch of business stuff that I wrote down on here, like our rebrand and some new products that we came out with. Um, I used, I got rid of the of a smartphone and used yeah. uh, the light phone all year. So that was a big deal. Katie started sourdough. So, I mean, that's like a big, that's big, that's a big lifestyle thing. Once you make that commitment, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's like a fifth child. Uh, or the kids did gymnastics, yes. stuff like that. And once we wrote down everything that we felt like was a taker of our time and energy, mm. speaking of which, okay, you mentioned the Florida trip. Yes. That, that our last podcast of 2020 was during the Florida trip. You're right. It was like this exact time last year. Yeah. And, we are listening back to it and I was just thinking, wow, that is one thing we did really well is we didn't do a Florida trip. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like my voice was out at the end of the yes. year and we decided we're going to spend the last week of the year home. Yeah. We don't want to spend the last week of the year somewhere else, like with one of our families or on vacation or anything like that. Cause we just felt so behind starting the year and so worn down. Mm. And so it's fun, I guess, to learn certain things because the end of this year just feels so much different. Yeah, we truly have made an, it, changes in our life for the better. And that's something else. You know, we talk about the stop, go, grow uh, tool that we use. Because after we write all these things down, as we'll continue, you categorize them into things you're going to stop, things you're going to keep going on, and then things you want to grow in or like improve upon. And 
in the midst of doing this, it also makes you reflect and look at the areas that you have grown in mm-hmm. and improved upon. Because it it is it blows my mind the the fog I will be living in, mental fog I'll be living in, feeling like I'm not making progress in anything or having success in anything until I take the time to reflect and see where we were and to think about different, I guess, priorities we had or different changes we implemented into our life for an intentional reason and seeing what the positive impact of those things have been that I start realizing like, oh my goodness, like not only have we grown a ton, like the Lord's been ex- extremely gracious towards us. He's been, he's blessed us in so many ways. And it's nuts how evaluating the year after kind of going through that positive focus of the year is also so helpful in approaching the, the next year, I think. Yeah. And positive focus just basically means looking back and saying, okay, what went well? And so it's not giving any room for, okay, like our brains automatically go negative, right? Yes. Okay. We, I did this. I hated that. I had that bad, you know, relationship issue in the middle of the year. There were complications with Lawrence's birth, stuff like that. But the positive focus is intentionally training our brains because the Lord is blessing us every single day, you know, just like with the air we breathe. Mm. And that's such a, like that foundation, a foundation built on like, okay, what went well Mm -hmm. is so much more motivating to work from than this place of weakness or failure or, you know, despondency because all you can see is everything that went wrong. Things are going to go wrong every single year. Yes. And there's always going to be improvement that needs or should be made. Um, And I think that, like you said, the way our brains automatically go is to seeing the shortcomings in our life, seeing the areas that probably we feel like we need to improve upon and only seeing that rather than looking back and seeing where we've come from. And coming to that place of gratitude is such a, I mean, it's such a biblical thing that we enter his course with thanksgiving in our heart and we enter his presence with, or wait, no, we enter his presence with thanksgiving and his course with praise. Is that what the Psalm says? I will enter his gates with thanksgiving That's what in his my gates. heart. I will yeah, enter. we'll enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Yeah, there right? you go. Nailed it. Oh man, that was... <laughs> um, <laughs> But we're told time and time again to give thanks unto the Lord. And the more you're able to specify what it is you're giving thanks for, it like starts this domino effect of realizing like every little thing that led to these big things. And you're like, oh my goodness, what an amazing year it was. Whereas like 20 minutes earlier, your brain was only focusing on the problems that lie ahead of you. Um, or things that didn't go so well in the in the previous year. Yeah, and I think that the tendency, if maybe this doesn't sound like something you would be into, is to write it off as oh, toxic positivity, and not acknowledging things that need to get better, or relationships that need work, or character flaws that we need to grow out of. But really, I think of that verse in everything give thanks, mm. and we truly are supposed to give thanks in everything. And so I think this is I think we're supposed to work from a thankful place. Yes, we've been given all things that pertain into life and godliness through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and we know him. He's given us all these things, so it's like that's the, that's the starting point, That, but then he's also created us for good works, that which he before ordained that we should walk in them, and so knowing that we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness is fun to track back and be like, oh, that's right, he gave me that, he gave me this, what does that look like? And, and then also, working, we've found that just for like pretty much any human being, Working from a place of, again, it's, it's just unfortunate that this word has become like such a, um, 
there, I, I, I know why people like react to this word because it is annoying how people will use positivity in this really mm-hmm. fake way where it's like you, you said, you know, toxic positivity. I know that's a thing, but it's just like fake positivity. Mm-hmm. It's like not, it's failing to acknowledge mm-hmm. what's wrong. You know, it's failing to acknowledge that there is sin in your life or that there are problems in your marriage or that, mm-hmm. you know, there is dysfunction in your home and saying like, oh no, like my positive thinking is just going to get me through <laughs> override this. It's override everything. this, you know, and that doesn't exist. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about because clearly there are improvements that constantly need to be made in our life until the day that we die. You know, as long as we're in these human bodies, we're going to be growing in our faith and, and maturing as believers. And I do think that that becomes such a more enjoyable journey and even productive journey when you do it from a place of being thankful for what the Lord has already accomplished and given to you. And that means big picture what he accomplished on the cross, you know, and giving us a right relationship with him and securing our eternal uh, place with him. But then also on a very practical level, that the fact that he did feed us for another year is such a great, is such a blessing, you know, that Mm -hmm. we are sitting here with good health We've got four children. I mean, those are big things too, but, you know, just breaking it down to even the smaller things that, you know, our car broke down and we had the money to fix it, you know, when it did break down. I think being able to evaluate those things, acknowledge them, praise the Lord, and then look to your next year with that mindset, I think is, I think it's really crucial. Yeah, I think so too. So you could write out on a piece of paper, stop, go, grow, and write into each one of these categories as you, as you go. Uh, Think the go word can be kind of confusing for people that basically means start. So it could be stop, start, grow, hmm. or it could be, you know, stop, go, grow has like way more of a ring to it. So stop, go, grow, stop, go, grow. But that go word means start. And what Elisha and I did this year though, is really just write down this big old long list and then categorize everything afterwards by talking through time and energy. Yes. How much time did this take? Was it worth it? How much energy did this take? Was it worth it? Certain events that used to be really fun for us were like, okay, the whole four kid thing, Mm. really like the amount of energy that that took was not what it used to be. (laughs) Yeah. Driving, you know, 10 hours to an event, a weekend event with four kids is just not the same as what it was when it was just you and me. Or one or two, even the two, uh, I think up to three, but for whatever reason, having the four, it just was different. Maybe it's the age of our kids. Mm -hmm. So evaluating, okay, we've done this for the past few years, but that just, it wasn't an energy giver this year. It really took. And then we were able to put that in the stop category. That's right. And there's some things that take a lot of time and energy that you can't put in a stop category. Well, (laughs) <laughs> what are you gonna are you gonna i want to keep here but what were you gonna say well I, I cut you off too soon okay there sorry you were saying there are a bunch of there are going to be some things that you can't put into the stop category is what you're gonna say? yeah you can't put them into the stop category and so because they are necessary or an integral part of your life yeah and so you have to well for us we are going to try to systematize them that's right we've talked about systems <laughs> everyone before all the time yeah because i think <laughs> It's the best thing in the world because basically it's making, it's like making it way easier to do, way more efficient. It's like, okay, if we can't get rid of it, how can we make it fun yes. or enjoyable or get it over quickly? Yeah. Cause like I mentioned, we, Katie and I went through this process yesterday and about halfway through it, I was about ready to like throw down the pen and just kind of become a victim to the fall, to the next year. Cause I was like, all these hard things that took so much energy and took so much of our time and money, like we can't, 
There's no way around them. We need them. We need them in our life or we need to do these things. And that, that we just have to do them again in 2022. And then we realize like, okay, for these things that are not negotiables, we have to have them in our life. Can we approve upon them? And so again, this is all a part of the exercise that you can go as deep into these things as you want. But you know, we were talking about the stop, go, grow. And we're like, hey, well, we need to keep going on this one, but can we grow in our system in which we have around this so that it's not so much of a take from us. Yeah, because some things too are going to happen. Do you hear our kiddos? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, wow. We're back. Little intermission to get all the kiddos back in their bed. This is, it's been a while since we've put the kids to bed and recorded a podcast because, like we mentioned at the beginning, we've been doing interviews, which we've been doing like in the middle of the day. Um, but yeah, we're back to doing them at nighttime and the kids were all curious. They were like all three of them were standing right outside <laughs> the door listening in and uh, somebody made too much noise and gave them up. Busted. Busted. Okay. So I can't quite remember where we were, but I think we were talking about creating a system for things that you don't, you know, you can't get around, get around. Yes. And that sounds all really negative, but I'm going to give you guys one example that's not totally negative. It's just overwhelming. Yes, to I think us. exactly. You're right. We are talking about these things like they're oh, what a lame well, thing. Some, yeah, and some are. Some are maybe. I don't know. I think the like very lame things we've just eliminated yeah, for the cold. most part. Yeah, um, but these things that are they're a win, but they're also just a big time energy withdrawal, probably. Yeah, and. I mean, I don't know your preface just is so dramatic, Sorry. but basically uh, relationships this year were really overwhelming. I think, mm. I don't know what it was. I think maybe it's just the nature of where our families are. Two of our siblings got married this year. There's more grandkids. There's more cousins. Mm. There's um, a lot of my siblings aren't living at home anymore. So they're living like all over. Uh, our, I don't know what it is. But we had a lot of relationships this year, which is like a huge blessing. But the complexity started really overwhelming me yeah. and feeling like I'm always behind. I can't stay in touch with everyone. Like I, these are people I really care about and yes. I want them to know that I love them and that I care about them. But then Elisha and I ended running ourselves into, ended up running ourselves into the ground, trying to bend over backwards for everyone to show them that we did love them and care about them right. because they do matter to they us do. big time. And so we're like, but how do you explain like if someone asks you for something and it's the only request they've made all year, yeah. but they don't realize that like you have like 40 or 60 other people that have also, you know, made asks. And I'm sure I do this of my parents oh. and siblings all the time too. I know that. For, I know I've done that with my parents and my siblings yeah you're like hey could you watch our kids or something and yes. they just babysat some other grandkids or yeah. whatever so it, it it's a give and take it's just the nature of having a lot of rich relationships yes and we realize okay we can't just go through life like we always have where we're just gonna you know take relationship as it comes and it's all gonna work out it's like no we have to be really intentional and get out ahead of this because we don't like getting behind the ball and having hurt feelings and having to work through those. And we also want people to know that we care while setting boundaries and being able to say no. Yeah, it, it has, it, it was a really interesting year in that regards. Cause 
as most of you probably know, Katie and I adore our families, both of them. And they're our mm-hmm. best friends. Literally, yeah. it's not like they're competing with our other relationships that we wish we could spend more time with even. It's like, no, we just love, we love our families. They're our best friends. We love our parents. They're the, our biggest source of encouragement. They're, mm-hmm. Our families are like our biggest source of fun mm-hmm. and of activity. And so they have been such a blessing in our life. They give so much. They give us. so much. Um, and yet just from a like physical energy and bandwidth standpoint, we found ourselves running, getting ran into the ground this last year. I think another variable was that we've got more and more young adult siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, because I'm from a family of 10 children, Katie's from a family of 11 and we're towards the older, I mean, Katie's the oldest in her family and I'm in the oldest half of my family. And for a long time, like the children, when your siblings are younger, those are really easy relationships to maintain mm-hmm. because you see them whenever you see them and you, you know, play catch with them or you play soccer and things are good. But as we have siblings becoming young adults, like you said, entering into serious relationships or getting married or starting their own families, the complexity of their life increases along while our life at the same time, the complexity of our life is increasing. And so we want these relationships so badly, but it has become more of a logistical challenge to maintain them. Yeah. So something that we did was you wrote down a list of like our top top priority people mm-hmm. <laughs> where we're like okay we really want these people to know how much we are grateful for them and love them and it was funny because I was talking with my mom about just like my overwhelm and she's like yeah well you know it's I don't know if it was a psychologist or general knowledge some fact out there you should only have like five or six people that are like close to you and I was mm-hmm. like that's impossible. Like mm. that is not helpful advice. I have 10 siblings that I care about yeah. on my side of the family. So anyways, and it was they're just getting married. Funny. And so now you have yeah, in-laws. And, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's like, well, they don't, they don't mention when you have a hundred close people that you really care about. Mm-hmm. What do you do about the hundred? So we wrote down a list of the people that we want to proactively reach out to. So mm. we don't want to be playing from behind. Yes. And when they're making, um, reaching out with a request or with a, sure. an invite, invite or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We're able, um, to just have that relational equity built up in that relationship. So if it's best for our family to say no or decline the offer or whatever, we're able to do that without it being like, this is the only time I hear from you and I invite you to something and you say, no, yes. they know that we reach out and we care and, and it, you know, we're trying to juggle a lot. Yes, that's right. And so, again, I, I, I don't want people to think that, oh, the way to maintain healthy relationships is just to, like, put them into this system that's not emotional or non, you know, you're not, it's uncaring. It's actually the opposite. It's because we care about these people so much that we want to have proactive, meaningful conversations with them rather than letting life get so out of control that the few times we are given an opportunity or that the opportunity presents itself to us that we're in a place where we feel like we have to for the well-being of the relationship. Mm-hmm. If we can be proactive and more on our terms before life gets crazy, be you know growing those relationships, I'm hoping that that gives us a lot more um, of the ability to do what's actually best for our family in the moment. Yes, you said that really well. It's basically just having a plan Yes. instead of shooting from the hip. Right. And so we have a plan for this year and we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's you know, trial by fire. So we'll see, but I'm excited about that. That's, Me too. that's one area that we're like, okay, there was so much time and energy there that probably wasn't, um, sometimes it was, it was a really good thing. And sometimes we were just doing it for the 
to save the relationship, yes. but our family was really fried in the process. And so yes. we want to want to yeah. work on that. And that's just a new thing for us. Like we, yeah. we talked about, I think because we live in a different town than any of our families, we've got four children now. It's crazy how it's just more of a tax on our whole family to go to events, to travel, to have people over. And so we, it, it's just an interesting dilemma sometimes thinking like, okay, wait a second, our family, the health of our family, because a lot of times it really did have dramatic negative implications on yeah. our physical health. I mean, the sickest we've ever been in our life, you know, I think was a lot, was just running ourselves ragged with a lot of these things. Um, um, emotionally drained, it challenges in our marriage because we weren't giving ourselves the time to connect because, you know, we were out and about. And so these are, it's not like it's just, I don't want to sound like these are just a selfish preference where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, we want to like sit at home and watch our shows. You know, that's not what we're basing this off of. I think we are looking at the kind of the chain of priorities in our life and saying, okay, for our marriage, for our children, for our health, we really need to make sure we can protect these things for the long-term well-being of, of these relationships and our family. Yeah. And it was, I think another thing that came to mind is this was the first year that you didn't have a side job of any kind yes. or a job of any kind, yes. um, aside from being entrepreneurial. So it seems like we're available all the time yes. because we're in control of our own schedule and you especially are. Wow. So there were weeks, like literally one month this year, we hosted, we had someone staying at our house, like Every single week we had yeah. a family staying at our house all month yeah. and well, actually I just like weren't able to connect or talk or stuff like that. Yeah. And so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Cause I think before you're right, that was something else that changed in addition to having more children and, and living in a different town. This was the first year I didn't have a job that we could kind of use as a way to keep us, you know, in, in some sort of schedule or routine. Yeah. So that's something and I'm trying to think what well, else. Though, Yeah, the stop, go, grow. Overall, that's what we wanted to reference. And this obviously dives into, because even though we started with the stop, go, grow tool, we actually used a bunch of other like tools. Like they said, the positive focus is like mm -hmm. a whole other tool. Katie and I have this mantra that we want to live a low drag, high impact life. And so we'll all oftentimes use that kind of filter when we're looking at events. Was this a low drag, high impact event? Um, and again, it doesn't always work because sometimes the drag is worth the impact, even if there is drag. But ideally, we're shooting for low drag, high impact if we can. And so even though that the main tool that kind of got this conversation started started and evaluating the previous year, looking to the next year was the stop, go grow. I think we used a bunch of these other tools in the systems <laughs> yeah, to, to once we actually evaluated the year to be like, okay, now what systems are we going to use? Is this a low drag, high impact? What's the positive focus on this event? Elisha and I have a lot of internal language in yeah. our home yeah. where you say something and it means like a whole thing. Yeah. And so we definitely do that a lot. I think that once the whole concept of the stop, grow, grow, go grow is that you have to stop things before you add things to your life. And yes. I think it's so easy to go into the new year thinking, okay, these are all my goals or my resolutions or the things I want to start often mm. when it's like, okay, some things in our life are going to take a lot of energy to just maintain. Yep. And we do want to keep them when we want to grow. And then if we're going to make room for new things, we're going to have to eliminate some of the clutter in our life, yeah. figuratively and literally. Yeah. And so I think it's just a really important full concept because you've got to get, you got to 
get rid of some stuff yeah, before is, you could start anything new. Exactly. There we only have a very we only have a finite amount of time allotted to us in each year. And so we got to work within that those parameters basically. Yeah, so once we went over this tool, we got out our calendar and we planned out our year. We're getting better and better at this. Yes. So for us, we planned out our vacations that we would really like to take. Elisha and I really want to take a vacation this year, just us. Yep. And so we're going to put that on the calendar. It's on the calendar. It's on the calendar. Lawrence has a weaning deadline now. Yeah, I know. He does. Whether he knows it's coming or not, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, we put anything we can think of that's annual or wedding invitations. Yep. We go to a lot of weddings, yep. which is Family really reunions, fun. holidays. Yeah, exactly. Birthdays. Camps. Yeah, family camping trips. Yeah, things like Easter and Fourth of July that we're now like, oh, Elisha and I have been going to his family's for Easter and Fourth of July for the last five years. We probably shouldn't be surprised <laughs> when yeah. that weekend comes up. And we want to go there. We want to go. Like, well, so let's put that on the calendar let's now. Plan it on the calendar right now. Yeah. And then we also are getting better at planning free days and buffer days mm -hmm. around those. Big trips or big trips, big events. It's like we can't come back from a big trip and then have a deadline scheduled the next day for right. like a big interview or a lunch or yeah. something like that because we're just fried. So we actually build into that allotted trip time buffer days on either side or yes. maybe even even a free day yes. for one of us. Mm -hmm. Elisha's really good about doing that for me. Oh, well, I think you're a lot more, you're better at using free days. I feel like if I give you a free day, you like maximize the 12 hours or however many hours you get to really come back rejuvenated and refueled. Whereas I like I have a free day and I get stressed out. I'm like, you said I, your last one was really. It good, was. I've gotten you better at it. Can't speak that over. Yourself. Okay. Yes. Pos positive toxicity. What is it? Toxic positivity. <laughs> no, it's not. You said that the last one was good. Uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah so no, you're like so you're right. Discrediting the growth. That you you're right. Made I need to. I need to have a more positive focus on how my last free day went. <laughs> oh man, you're just discrediting everything we're saying right now. No. Okay, <laughs> if you guys don't know what a free day is, too, it's a day that Elisha or I will give each other, which is basically just a day that it's just your day, and you can go and do whatever you want to do. Yep. And we've gotten better at these. I think I used to think, okay, I'm going to go run all these errands and I'm going to work on this project I wanted yeah. to do. And I'm going to, you know, meet up with a friend and all those things are, you know, more draining to me for something like a free day or I'll scroll social, social media. <laughs> well, so yeah, now it's like you'll, you leave your phone at home. Yeah. There's like rules to our free days now where, like you said, you can't just make up on all these projects that have been half baked for a couple months. That's not the point of it. It no. is to do stuff that's non-work related, non like house chores related, not even like relationship related for outside relationships. It's just truly, like you said, getting off the internet, getting off your phone, Reading. getting a getting a book that's not even really related to stuff that you're working on in the moment. Just really unplugging, yeah, and rejuvenating. Yeah. So those are really important, and I'd say we do those maybe like once a quarter both of us get a free day yeah i think yeah i think we each i think i think i got no actually i don't know i you think we did got three like two last no year i think three. we both got three last year yeah, yeah so we're aiming good. for yeah. one a quarter yeah at this point in our lives mm -hmm. but planning out the year is so helpful because it helps us not commit to things because we're like oh this is on the calendar right exactly exactly when you 
everything sounds like a good idea when it's presented to you. And so, and when your week's not planned out, you're like, okay, it's crazy. Like February, February is a really full month for us already. It is. But I'll think, oh, nothing's going on in June. Cause like we didn't plan through June. Right. If we just planned out the quarter, it seemed like nothing's going on is going on in June. So we'll like plan a ton of stuff in June and then lo and behold, it's of course, crazy. That's right. So doing the whole year is really helpful. And then we get detailed for the next quarter. Because you got to claim your calendar before someone else does. Nice. Right. Nice. Is that you a quote do. from someone? It is. I feel like you should. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, you sure Well, I feel is. like there's a ton of versions of that. You know, it's like if you don't prioritize your life, somebody else will. There's a bunch of like versions of that. <laughs> but I think this was like Michael Hyatt quote. You got to claim your calendar before someone else does. Nice. I like it. <laughs> uh, but we should probably wrap this thing up, Katie, babe. Anything else you want to say in closing? No, I'm just excited. Me too. Well, yeah. I'm really excited. We're so grateful that we have this podcast, that we have each other. Yes. Finally got our chairs close enough to kind of hold hands. Yes. Kind of. How does that... Well, I feel like that's officially I'm holding like hands. I'm like having to straight arm, you know? I see. Um, sorry, we can... <laughs> With that said, we'll uh, yeah we'll conclude. Thank you all so much for being a part of this podcast this year. We're excited for 2022. Um, we're hoping to have it be the best year for the podcast ever, and hopefully you're you're all along for the ride. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye.